name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. Standing behind a guy in the store, and he bought a pack of American Spirit cigarettes. All normal. Here's what was crazy. $13.99 per pack. Two notes there. One, that's about $98 a week if you smoke a pack a day, which I don't. I smoke two, so figure that out. I don't even want to do the math on it. I think it's $100,000. Secondly, it shows you how long it's been since I've had a cigarette because my eyes popped out of my head almost literally. I was like, $13.99. I almost said out $13.99. Good Lord. That's crazy. Now, American Spirits were my cigarette of choice when I smoked back in the day. Never smoked. Well, I don't want to say never. There were times like it was on the road, on tour, playing music. I'd smoke almost a pack a day, if not a pack a day. In the recording studio, same thing. Otherwise, not. I would just come home from tour and then stop smoking for a while. And so that was my luck luck, because I never you know, had to break the habit per se. So haven't had a cigarette in years anyway. And by years, I mean, at least till since breakfast. Um, but when we used to rehearse my band, my bass player and I would smoke American spirits. And one of us, we would sort of trade off packs every now and whenever we'd run out, he'd buy one and then I'd buy the next one, et cetera, et cetera. We always knew when we, we always smoked yellows, which is the lights. And we always knew when one of us was having a bad day because we would show up with a blue pack. That was sort of the sign. The blue pack was like the full, not light, you know, just like the full American spirit. So if he showed up with a blue or I showed up with a blue, he'd be like, oh man, what happened? I'd be like, well, not like, how'd you know? It was like, yeah, no, that's, it's a blue pack day. It's a blue pack day. Uh, do you know, to this day, I still love the smell of cigarettes. I have been on runs while I'm running, while I am running, taking care of my body, feeling good, feeling the energy in the zone good, great, run by somebody who's smoking, and I go, damn, that smells good. While I'm running, it's the most amazing thing. But then again, I, I crave Big Macs when I drive my McDonald's, so I guess it's not that crazy. Uh, thank goodness for the prefrontal cortex, huh? Can we all give it up for the prefrontal cortex? You guys know what that is? It's a part of the brain that is sort of like, uh, I'll get into this a little later, actually. Uh, not technically the prefrontal cortex, but these ideas. It's the thing that if I had to break it down into its simplest of terms, I crave the Big Mac, but I don't have the Big Mac because I have longer term goals, what they, some people call executive thinking, sort of like, yeah, I'm not going to get caught up in the, this minutia. I'm going to sort of think bigger. That's, that's the development of that. People forget that, or don't know that that takes 25 to 26 years to develop in our brains. Think about that next time you say, or hear somebody say, I like to empower my children and let them make their own food choices because that's insane. Okay, I have adult after adult I've worked with over the years have who have who are having battles with cravings and food addiction, and they're adults with developed prefrontal cortex. Kids are in development. Do not leave them hanging in the world. Do your job as a parent. Do your job. Help make it easier for them until they can make their own choices in that regard and battle those cravings so that they don't have food issues later on in life because they got hooked when they didn't have the right defense mechanisms because they didn't have parents who had their freaking backs. Got it? Lord. Mm. I need a cigarette. I'm so stressed. Um, I'm going to burn through like literally 
15 seconds, count it. My next Small Stepper session is February 2nd. Small Steps Winter is a code if you guys wanna sign up, but sign up for my mailing list, I'm gonna be sending one out. Good, boom, done. Thank you to everybody for um, Patreoning me and leaving reviews and all that. You guys, thank you, sincerely from the bottom of my heart, which is a little bit weaker because I just had a cigarette. Um, coffee is the new cigarette. It's got the roasty, it's got the darkness, it's got the, that, that, whatever that is. Scotch is also a, a much better, uh, choice that, wait, I can't in good faith. The division decision. Okay. I fought talking about this for, for, uh, for a while. It hasn't been that long because it hasn't been happening that long, but I'm going to dive into the impeachment thing. If you're not in the U S I'm sure you've heard about it because it's all the rage. Okay. Got, an easy, got a nice email from a guy in, in the UK, by the way. And I was just like, can I go over there? And he said, no, we're closed, turns out. Um, the division decision. I've been thinking a lot about, and th this has predated the, the uh, impeachment, by the way, but uh, how divisive our, the United States has become in many places in the world, by the way. It's not like we're the only ones. Um, we're just the only ones that matter. Can we just, is that, can I, can we admit that? Um. The divisiveness, the, 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 you know, everyone's in their corners. There's no, and I've said this before, like I, part of it is I believe that the fringe have too loud of a voice that there is a, 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 a civil moderate in between. And we just, we're not loud enough. We don't have the voice because the fringy are on the social media that, and that's where people are hearing stuff. That's kind of what happens now. Anyway, um, Side note, I was listening to a podcast about uh, the impeachment and they and they played clips from the Clinton, um, the Clinton impeachment. So funny, but in a not so funny way, but the Democrats were saying it's a witch hunt. It's a coup d'etat. I mean, the exact words that the other side, the Republicans are using right now, the exact words. So you can see that it's 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 both sides. OK, but. There were also many stark differences between our the impeachment now and the one back then, which is that there were people working together to make this a smooth process, to make it civil. That's sort of gone now. Um, the division decision. So here I am, and I'm trying, you know, when I mentioned that Chris Kresser interview on, on Joe Rogan, I, I went to that, that podcast episode to listen to the other side, to say, okay, well, you know, I want to be objective about this. Maybe I, I don't want to revisit it too much, but to listen, he was trying to debunk game changers. And I was like, okay, well, look, good. I'm I, look, people can BS and whatever. So let me, what, what you got. And what I got was, as you, if you want to go back and listen to that episode, but what I got was, okay, this is not the other side of an opinion. This is a guy lying to, to win his point without using intelligence. So I have no business for that. And, and i clearly wasn't the only one go back and listen to those old episodes. The difference between, so, so I want, I, I want to be, I want to be open to the other side. I want to in, and I teach my kids too. I want to be able to listen to other opinions that that's what I want. I want to be able to not close myself off. I want to be able to, and that's why I find myself very moderate. There's some things I, I believe that, and I'm at least open to like, well, wait a second. That's, that's actually kind of a good idea. Okay. Just because it comes from somebody's mouth that I don't agree with, I can go like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And I've actually been open to like incredible stuff, intellectual stuff. Some I agree with, some I don't. But in the effort to listen to the other side, I've come up with some great stuff and inspired me with new ideas and everything else. 
But the thing is that we have to understand is interpersonal success and civility, it is highly dependent on a baseline of decent behavior. And I'm not going to get into political, you know, organization and everything, but by the way, so does things like, you know, capitalism. It depends on a baseline of of honesty and integrity. These are, you know, you have to sort of choose the best system, but if you go, oh, it's just perfect, it's never going to be if the people that are involved in it don't have that, don't meet that baseline. So while I try and see the other side, what I want to see when I talk about the other side, whatever that means, is I want to see the opinions and the thoughts. I want to hear opinions and thoughts, but I'm not interested in listening when there's no baseline of decency, at least at least as I perceive it. When the, when the person that I'm approaching or whatever isn't going to at least apply thought and consideration and have a well-formed, backed-up sort of opinion, I'm all for that. But if they don't, then I really don't have the time. And I think that people lament this new age of divisiveness. Oh, everyone's so divisive. And I'm sort of getting to the point where I'm like, yes, so be it. That's what this is now. And what I'm seeing in the impeachment, and you might go, okay, well, you're just biased. I Listen, I'm ready. When they are saying no witnesses and no evidence, and then they say, well, you already had your witnesses and evidence, and you go, no, those were blocked before. This is new shit. And when you say no evidence and no witnesses, that's not an opinion. That's not an alternate opinion. That is not an alternate take. That's bad thinking. That is corrupt thinking. Now, they may have, you know, this whole thing's corrupt. They might, okay, fine. I, I'm, w- I'm willing to listen to that to a certain extent, but I really don't think that's the case, especially when I heard the back in the day, the Clinton time, the same freaking language of stupidity. And this, that time it was coming from the Democrats. It's, it's stupid. And I know that it's about playing that game. I just don't have time for this. And I'm not, I just, I guess what I'm talking about here and potentially have you think about is... Maybe this divisiveness is what it is. And maybe we don't fight that divisiveness. Maybe we, we make a broader effort to look for people who think, even if they disagree with us, and we really toughen our skins and shut ourselves off from people who don't think. I mean, look, if you don't know, give them five minutes on like I did that podcast. I didn't listen to the whole podcast with Chris Kresser. I knew in a minute that guy was an absolute fraud. A minute. I listened for about 15 to think, is there anything redeeming? And then I was like, oh, good Lord, I've, I'm going to spend time with my kids. I'm going to take this time and think and also hang out with my family because this guy, the guy is a waste of time, okay? Because I knew right away. And we know, we need to start trusting ourselves that we can smell bullshit. If there's one, one of the many benefits of aging is the, that I think if you apply yourself in any meaningful way, your bullshit detector becomes very acute. Like I can just kind of, like if somebody's got an opinion about nutrition, but they're not healthy, I literally go, I got no time for you. I got too many things of value that I want to be applying myself to. Too many things of value. One of those things is listening to opinions and information, but not listening to bullshit. Okay. So this is the divisiveness that is all we're all fretting. And I think that instead of going, oh my gosh, we're so divisive. How do we meet in the middle? I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, we're not going to meet in the middle. Don't even try to meet in the middle. Do not try to meet. Do not lament that anymore. Give it up. Toughen your skin and figure out ways to get the next generation and you also, but also next generation to to think better. Andrew Yang, he was a, he's a... Um, 
you've heard of him, I'm sure. Maybe, I don't know, but he's a presidential candidate. Not, not, not in the top tier, although every time I hear this guy interviewed, I'm like, that guy would be an amazing president. Like, he's funny and he's intelligent. And his little tagline is math, which stands for make, and he jokes like Asians and math. Like, he's it's funny. He's got a like total sense here. Uh, make America think harder. Math, make America think harder. It's the first time that I've heard a politician, and he's kind of not one, which is why, you know, you do the math on that, no pun intended, become philosophical to, 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 to really cut the crap and talk about what is missing here. What is actually missing? Is it information or is it the ability to think critically and the ability to question? Interesting. And here's what else I think. You all have heard the, you know, lose the battle, but win the war. Okay. Which means, and you, you, you all know what it means, but in case you, whatever, you, you got your eye on the ball, like long-term and you, you might lose a, a battle today, but you keep your eye on the long-term ball. So you give up some things today because you're ultimately you've got a long view, by the way, totally a frontal cortex, prefrontal cortex kind of deal. It's long view thinking. It's down the line thinking. It's as much as you want to win this day, this thing, you realize it's the smaller and not really the, a big deal. You give that one up because you got a bigger fish to fry. Okay. I, I've been thinking so much about what it means to win. And I've talked about that in this podcast, but what it really means to win, how, how the character of a human being is partially defined by what it means for him or her to win. What, what does that mean? What does winning mean? Does it mean doing whatever it takes to win this day, then that's going to speak volumes to your level of integrity versus somebody who goes, yeah, I'm not going to get wrapped up in this pettiness because this is not really what it's about. And yet what's happening is that we're moving, I see as our culture into a winning the battle way more than winning the war. We are moving to an entirely winning the battle culture. It's very depressing. And that's what's happening in this impeachment is, is like the idea is we got to win this. This isn't about the country anymore. This isn't about the constitution anymore. This isn't about the flaws or the successes of our long-term views. This is how do we win this day? Because I got to win this day and I got to win the next election. That's where I, and I got to win my own, my own election. So my own election is coming up too. So I'm going to vote and I'm going to manipulate so that I can make sure that all things are secure. I'm going to win the battle, but there's, the winning, the true win is nowhere near that arena in terms of a successful life, a life that we can be proud of, decisions we make that we can stand behind and look back and, and later and be proud of and that are we can that can serve as an example for the next generation to look to us and say, that's great, I'm going to carry that level of integrity on. Winning the war means short-term compromise. It means not and it's actually when you actually get to the nitty gritty, it's not really giving up. We're so we're so worried about comp people are afraid of moderate, you're moderate, because there's compromise involved. Yeah, there's compromise involved because there's more than one person in the fucking room. So yes, there's going to be some compromise. It means that you, then you develop empathy and then you develop understanding and then you can have a good conversation and then you can have your eye on the long view. You have perspective. You have executive function. You can be the bigger person. So I look at this whole problem and I'm, 
I'm not bowing out of the discussion. I'm not saying that's it. I'm out of here. I, I am involved. I'm just being with a scalpel, very clear about cutting bullshit away so that I can be hyper-focused. And this is what I will be talking about with my next session and with clients that I work with. And when I give talks, not engaging, and I got a bunch of talks coming up, by the way, check the show notes, not engaging on in, in, in stuff with people that aren't going to listen because they're in their own win the battle day i'm not going to get into i had a really frustrating conversation today for about five minutes with somebody who was paleo and just sorry but hyper focused on food totally uninformed and just you know the paleo you know meats fan you know this just it's 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 insane it's insanity it's not informed i don't have time for that i do my job at the resort and so i'm kind and i'm and i'm compassionate and i go we'll make it we'll make we'll take care of you while you're here but i don't want to get i'm not getting in a tit for tat about it i'm not because not i'm not gonna i'm not on equal footing with them sorry i'm on a higher plane it's what it is it's true it's actually true i'm not i'm not saying i'm a better person but kind of all I'm saying is in this regard, I'm saying I'm on a higher footing because I'm actually informed because I've done the reading because I changed the way that I behave based on information. I didn't just go, that sounds amazing because I already do this and now I want to be told I'm right about it. So I'm just going to continue that going on. Don't like it. We get what we pay for. We get what we pay for. If you want to stop the divisiveness, if you think it really is bad, then do what it takes to make that change. Don't go to social media for your news. Do not leave or read comments. Stop. Don't read or leave comments. Don't do it. Go beyond a fixed number of characters when you're listening to somebody else's opinions. Teach your kids how to think. Do not rely on schools for this. I'm not an anti-education. Don't take it that way. I'm saying schools teach math, science, English, Spanish, art, but not critical thinking, not in the way that really this country and this species deserves. That is upon us parents to question, teach your kids to question. Don't teach them to just accept what you tell them. Teach them to look, go deep. A million cigarettes But still Your cradle here Waking up to you It takes me Here Probably shit 
thousand dreams But still We're wearing one But still Gazing on you It keeps me July. This is our July. 